Hello and welcome to the Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space podcast, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one random movie at a time. My name is Joel Torres. My name is Aaron Cornelius. The movie this week was not Death Machine. I know that last time we recorded, we said we were going to watch Death Machine, and in fact, we did watch Death Machine. Aaron, you can verify this. I was there. I was amongst the few who watched Death Machine. This is true. And Death Machine was a perfectly good movie. I mean, well, uh, uh, let's let's back that up. Well, entertaining, I would say. Entertaining is the word, not not good. Yeah, well... But... Yeah... Entertaining. It felt like we had already seen it, and that's because it was very similar to Hardware with more cheesiness. It it was not as good as Hardware, which is crazy to say. (laughs) I I know. It it seemed like when we were watching Death Machine, I lamented the time that we spent watching Hardware like I, it's a strange feeling to have. Uh, I know that in some most podcasts, the first film you see is kind of how you gauge the rest of your your films. I, one would one would believe, and and sure enough, Hardware is way more amazing than Death Machine. But there were some notable points, which is why we're talking about it right now. Yeah, one of the two movies we've mentioned is a cult movie, and it's not Death Machine. We'll just put it that way. The movie has a lot of crazy, goofy scenes, a lot of, like, people acting crazy and gross and acting military because it's a kind of, it's not post-apocalyptic, but you can tell society is falling apart kind of thing, and everything in the movie is, they're freedom fighters, and they're doing crazy stuff, and yeah. there's ceos and of course ceos are doing crazy stuff and who cares about all that stuff we just there's only one scene we really need to talk about somebody does a stunt worthy of the best of stuntmen i mean explain this what happens well well uh, as you mentioned there were freedom fighters and they were trying to bust into this facility owned by these corrupt ceos um they're trying to find answers for um there was like a town or some, some some incident where people died and they wanted answers. They wanted a retribution. So they were busting into this place. They were going to hack in hack into the system of this place, try to figure out what's going on. And all these guys had a very 90s cyberpunk kind of feel. And one of them had like, like I, I am only to assume that perhaps he was Japanese, but he had basically the rising sun like painted on his face, which continued on <laughs> into his hairstyle. Um, yes, I know what I said doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I would just Google search that look. Had, it's it's amazing. I had completely forgotten about that. See, this I have not forgotten about hardware. I have forgotten most of this movie. So anyway, yeah, so yeah, we, we got these freedom fighters right. They're busting in. They're taking names, and and, and out of nowhere. I believe uh, Brad uh, Brad Dulif was his name. Dorf. 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 Yeah, I totally wrote that phonetically wrong. Yes. You did. Anyway, sorry, sorry, podcast. Very upset. And <laughs> Brad Dorf. He um he creates this death machine uh, and he releases it on everyone inside the building. People get hurt, and one of the freedom fighters reaches into his pants at one point because he's they, bleeding. I'm assuming, right? They need a bandage. They need a bandage. a bandage. Reaches into his pants and and. 
at this point, you're just like, my God, why is he reaching into his pants? Well, There's wh- no what, explanation. What they purpose? say, you're bleeding pretty bad. And he reaches into the front of his pants and starts tugging. <laughs> and you have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I mean... When I am told that I'm bleeding, you know, it's like, oh, where's the band-aid? Where's the first aid kit? I understand, you know, time is time is hard here, you know. They, they, they don't have the same luxuries, but to reach into one's pants' response was not what I was looking for. You tear off a piece of your shirt. You've seen it in a hundred movies. You tear off, like, the bottom part of your shirt or something like that, and you, you wrap it around their arms, and everybody can see that six-pack that you've been working on. By the way, you look great without your top on today, Aaron. Oh, I thank you very much. <laughs> but he wasn't he was we found out what he was tugging on is what it comes down to reaches into his pants tugs around and he pulls his boxers off i i don't i don't know joel i he pulled his boxers off of his body without removing his pants there had to be an easier way <laughs> they're in the future he was doing this in front. It was him and his buddy and the lady CEO, CEO who is like the Ripley of this movie. And I can only assume that he didn't want to drop his drawers in front of her and show him his, her his piece. So he just thought, oh, I better get these boxers off the only way I can think of. By crushing my privates or something. <laughs> As much as I, I don't know how you just have to see it. I don't know if I don't know if someone has kept this clip somewhere, uh, you know, on 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 the safety of YouTube. Uh, I I don't know what to tell you, Joel, but but it's definitely a site that that needs to be seen. Yeah, I, if we were better podcasters, we would have been like, go to this minute of that movie. But we're not better podcasters, so no. just just look it up. Man rips off his own underwear in the movie Death Machine from 1994. I would also like to add that notably, um, someone else from the cast of Hardware joined us in this film. That's right. That robot legit. No, wait, you're talking about, <laughs> you're talking about William Hookins again. Once again, I, I had no idea that this guy was so, I was going to see him in so many movies that had any sort of effect on me because like, you know, he's, as we said before, he's Porkins in Star Wars, but he was also in Bat- Tim Burton's Batman. He was... In uh, Indiana Jones at the end of the movie, or also in the beginning when he's talking to him about the Ark. And uh, here he is again after Hardware. He has a um, he has a bigger part, I think, in Death Machine and yeah, substantially no, I, I less disgusting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, they didn't focus on his upper lip for one thing. Uh <laughs> he, he he's a, in a suit most of the film. He had a nice beard. Yeah, he had a pretty presentable beard. You know, mm-hmm. I, he did a great job of playing the the um, sleazy CEO. You know, I'm starting to dude. really like this guy. I'm sorry he's dead. I you know I I mean I was I'd be sad if any actor who I'd seen in movies is dead. But now I'm starting to feel really like oh man, I wish I could see this guy continuing to work. We've reached another amazing cliffhanger at the end of this minisode of Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space. The boys barely escaped the clutches of the evil death machine, but fret not, dear listeners. They will return next week with an even greater adventure. Next week, for your listening pleasure, the movie will be Escape from New York, the 1981 movie directed by John Carpenter. 
So saddle up your rocket horse and get ready for another great time with the gang from Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space. We'll see you next time, cowpokes. <laughs>